good morning, Shirin. This is a recording dedicated to the updates that we made with you during the last session at the Leopard House, where followed by you, basically, we took this initiation toward the change, alignment, and recognition. Mm -hmm. Hi, Shirin. Hi there. How are you? <laughs> Very well. <laughs> uh, I really loved our latest session toward the change, alignment, and recognition. Um, it was a presentation of the project, of the program we are going to follow with you. Uh, I would love to hear your feedbacks and your impressions regarding this uh, session we made together. Yeah, it was, uh, I, I really enjoyed meeting everybody. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> I've got, all of a sudden I have croaky throat. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, I, it, it was really lovely to 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 meet everybody and to see, you know, just just where everybody is. You know, uh, it's it's quite interesting uh, how how we we have an idea of what we think transformation is and and where people are on that transformation cycle and and aware also of um, the idea of you know there were a lot of people that didn't even think that there was a, a need. So it, it, it's just kind of really noticing what's going on and, and where, where, where we would want to make our lives better. Because sometimes people think that, you know, <clears throat> you have to transform all the time. <laughs> or, you know, yes. if I'm not doing any sort of transformational work, then, then something's going wrong and something's wrong with me. But in actual fact, it really is we're transforming every day. Yes. Are doing transformation in a more conscious way, Absolutely. and I think that's the that's the difference. Um, you that's know, when different. we start to look at our thoughts and our feelings and our what we believe and what we don't believe, that in itself, a moment can do a massive transformation. Somebody can say something to you, and you can be shifted for the whole of your life. Yeah? Absolutely. What so I noticed, Sherin, thanks also to the sessions, uh, I basically joined you during COVID before this session, that mm -hmm. with you, I realized, and we all should know this, that the change we want, we always project it on the external world. That's why we don't see anything changing. It's not about this external intention. It's about the internal intention. So the change we want to bring about in the world has to happen within us first, for us mm -hmm. to be able to see it outside of us. Absolutely. And the thing is, the only way we know things aren't right is when we see, we, you know, the external validates our internal. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So we are the mirror of that. Yes. And so it's, you know, we, when we look at our life and we see, oh, well, uh, you know, it, it seems very exciting. It seems lovely. But if you really look back at, at, at a period in time and where you're going, very often a lot of us are still just roller coasting. <laughs> <laughs> and so we, and, and there's no depth. There's yeah. no depth. Yeah. And in actual fact, from a, from a brain uh, principle, the more depth we have, the better we think, the better we are able to analyze, the better we're able to stop enough and see the wood from the trees. So even if that were just the case, we would automatically be building very strongly a kind of mindset that would enable change to happen rapidly. 
Amazing. So, but we can't do that if we're kind of moving in life and not really taking stock and then questioning and going a little into depth. Yeah, absolutely. That's it's what's, what's interesting at the end of the day. If we stay on those, on those superficial levels, we will never reach this awareness that we're looking for and we will always have more questions than answers. Answers exactly. get in as soon as we go deep. Deep in many things can be transformation, can be our own desires, can be that it's what gives answer. Yeah, and, and, and you know, it can be really just simple. Like yeah. being curious, just being yeah. curious. Yeah. You know, the other day I had a situation where my partner had uh, had encouraged me to have a little bit of pizza um, <laughs> and I'd had a nice lunch and I, I was not hungry. And I had um, I'd had this little piece of pizza and I basically once I had it, I kind of thought, but I didn't want that. What was it that made me say yes? Yeah. You know, that, that's not a huge amount of depth, but it's yeah. enough for the brain to go or the enough for the, the soul to go. Well, actually, you had that because there was a part of you that wanted to please him. And there was a way in which it did it for you. So I got curious about yeah. how that part kind of persuaded me <laughs> to do what I didn't really want to do. And I think, you know, when you start to look at things with curiosity, one, it makes life a lot more fun. It's the interest. <laughs> you start to get excited, but yes. also you start transforming without even being aware of it. In fact, you will transform the moment you start to just question with Absolutely. curiosity. Absolutely. I, I, I believe uh, curiosity comes from interests. So yeah. if we motivate yeah. our interests, we will reach this depth we are looking for too. Uh, interests, yes, and uh, curiosity. Yes, shouldn't. And interest is really interesting because if you think about the word interest, yeah. <laughs> interest is about looking into, but it's also about um, putting interest in your bank, in your mental bank, in your emotional bank. So yeah? True. yeah. So when you have interest, you're adding energy to the emotional energy to that storage bank that you have. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, so it's important to remember that we want to see this transformation as a change, not of who we are, but seen as an evolution of the moment. I remember during the session, Sherin, we talked about the difference between what and why, and uh, everyone got surprised by this little element that was mm -hmm. twisting, but that actually has so much power. Can we remind again to our friends the difference of these questions within our mind? How much does mm. it change, the approach to change? Yeah. Um, yes, this is really a, a wonderful. Thank you for asking that question again. Um, yeah, the, we have uh, in our body, we basically kind of got layers and these layers have what we call markers, so we can get to them, and they're kind of like little containers that we that we have. So when we say why, very often we can't. The why goes to it, kind of spreads almost like you know something. Uh, something that about a resonant drum. It just goes everywhere. Yeah, and we can't get a hook on it. Now sometimes we might because it depends on how uh, how purposefully we ask the why. Um, which will then maybe direct the energy a little bit more. But when we have a what, a how, a who, we're narrowing it down 
yeah. so that it almost has a, 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 a tag to that space. So if you say, well, what was it that you wanted to ask about? Or what was it or where in this question? What don't you understand? People will often nail down where it, where's the bit that they're missing, yes. the, the bit of information. And yeah. so you can target that. And so, you know, it's kind of like we can bring all this information down to one or two. We can reduce stuff that we don't need to pay attention to. And we can focus on the stuff that we do. Absolutely. And it's so it, the typical example that comes into my mind is a first question, what do I need to change or why do I need to change? The question with the why makes me feel so anxious. As soon as I ask mm. with yeah. placing the word why with what, I go into the details and immediately it's easier for me to formulate the reason why I want to change. It's incredible the power of the words we use to express or give structure to our thoughts. And also, I, as you said that, when you say with the why, we, when we're little, often when we're interrogated, <laughs> we're asked why. And it's almost like a demand. Yeah? Mm, yeah. So there's another additional aspect there, which is like being put under a little microscope. And that brings up anxiety, as you said. And when you're anxious, you're going into your survival pattern. Yeah. yeah? Yes. And so it, it's very hard to access yes. the infinite wisdom that you carry. Absolutely. Absolutely. So asking the what opens up the wisdom and yeah. it also takes down that that it 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 basically separates us from the problem. Yeah? Yes. So that we can look at it. So true. So by going what, how, who, what, how, who, where, when, we're literally almost moving ourselves away from it so that we can see it. So we're moving something that's sort of deep within the back of our mind, bringing it forward. Um, so yes, yes, Sharina, the visualization that comes through uh, formulating the question with what it's so much more clear in the mind, as you said, I have another question for people to understand. If I ask someone, why do you love me? Instead, I ask, what is that you love of me? So sometimes we don't know how to answer to the question, why do I love him? But then as soon as I ask, what is the reason why I love him? Then I mm -hmm. can answer to that question. This is another yeah. example. Yeah. Yeah. What was, really, what was really interesting was before I met my partner, I was about 30, I was 36 when I actually met him. It was the first real long-term partner I, I had and I'd kind of moved in. And <laughs> I remember one one evening I was so angry with him because he hadn't phoned to tell me that he was going to be out with the boys and having a drink and I had cooked supper <clears throat> and I was so angry I I walked I decided I didn't want to be angry with him so I walked all the way up one side of the road for about probably half a mile and I was having a go at him as I walked all the way up yeah he wasn't there I was just kind of getting venting the anger and then I crossed the road and I said, now I'm going to look at what it is that I love about him and what he gives to me. Yeah. And as I came back, I had, I had the feeling of peace and love and joy and all of those things because I started to look at what, what it was that made him special. What was it? You know, how did he serve me in, in the way of how did he look after me most of the time? You know, yes. what, the consideration, all those things. Because in the anger, you don't see those things. 
and you're only wanting you to be heard yeah yeah and so when I came and it was interesting when he came back later he said you know I, I was really nice and I didn't bother about it but the next day I said to him you know really the most important thing I need to because I acknowledged what it was was this thing that I was angry because he hadn't considered me yeah and so that was the bit that I really found out what was it that really made me angry what was it that got in the way what was it that made me want to kill him in that moment in time <laughs> all of these <laughs> kinds of things and when I spoke to him the next morning he said you know I was really upset last night because you didn't call and this was the time of no mobile phones of course and I said, but what I really want you to know is that I don't mind you going out. I just need the call. Yeah. And after that, he has done that for 26 years. Wow. <laughs> he has never <laughs> not done. So I was able to give him exactly what it was that yeah. was really the problem for me and what it made me feel and how he could, how he could change that. And that was that was a really beautiful way of seeing, you know, by doing the what instead of the why and, and, and going into all of that, I was able to really be very specific about how to shift and change it. Yeah. How to share your needs. Uh, yes. Yes. It's not exactly. thinking all these emotions are involved. That's why we yeah. have to take our space to uh, to go to get to the source of the problem instead of mm -hmm. uh, fighting uh, with all those emotions flying around yes Sherin totally agree. yeah yeah because that yeah they just go crazy when you're in that <laughs> <laughs> yes which is passion <laughs> but it's not useful long term I agree with you uh, uh, something else I've noticed uh, that is that touched my heart during the session was the connection we built of trust because as we said uh, working uh, during a group session is uh, mm. never easy as uh, people maybe don't, don't know each other people never really open up uh, in front of everyone but that's when we recognize uh, um, our patterns and that's where uh, we can be observers instead of participants which I found mm. amazing so uh, I could see people expressing themselves uh, as observers while they were expressing their experiences. In fact, Sharin, I really love this connection of trust we built all together. Um, what do you think about this? I think, I think everybody was very brave because it does take a huge amount of trust yes. within oneself to be able to be open. And I think that, um, you know, I was honored to, to have that experience. And I, you know, I really think that yeah. one of the big power of transformation or, 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 or the, the, the ability to really build on, yeah. on, 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 on a container that creates even more powerful transmissive power is the fact when we become authentic and we're able to expre express yes. what it is that's really going on and know that it's a safe place yeah. And also to be able to do it from a place of power. So absolutely. Yeah. So when you when you when you're saying something, even if you're if you're um, if you're in a, in a place of vulnerability, vulnerability is very powerful as long as we're not expecting to be rescued. Yeah. Yes. Vulnerability is powerful when we go, you know what, this is where I am right now. And I know that it's going to get better. I know that I'm going to get through this, yeah? And I know that I can trust you to hold me in this space. And I think that's a really important thing. I love what you said, Sharina. Yes. 
most of the time people become vulnerable, um, expecting to be rescued, like you said, it's so true, while vulnerability should be accepted how it is. No expectation whatsoever, it's just to understand our emotions better because uh, that's the power we have. Instead of suppressing emotions or passion from the past, for example, that we have to release it and sharing it like we did with you last time. We always yeah. have cosmic support that manifests if we open ourselves. Yeah, and everybody will have experienced something along what you've had, yeah? Mm -hmm. So yeah. They, can, they will be able to share what they did for themselves yes. or, you know, how did they manage? I think, you know, this is where you build the energy because you get to see, one, is you're not alone, but two, that there is a resource and the resource is there for you to, to have that to have that ability to build. And, you know, the container is just the scaffold. It's just the space that allows you to be safe. Um, and we can't, be, we can't transform when we're not safe. It's not easy. It's not so um, easy. And we, we, we may do it, but we'll do it from a place of force rather than a place of, of moving into expansion. So yeah. the, the vulnerability, I mean, allow yourself to be vulnerable. Yes, uh, I think that's a, that's a key aspect, but yes. also be aware that you can trust that the people within the container, because we set the container, yeah. that yeah. it is a container of safety and that it's a container that's there for the growth of each other. So we're thinking about how to create that growth mindset so that, you know, we may have difficulty, but we want to look for the new story. We want to look for the new truth in there yes. so yeah. that we can start to co-create. From a different place. I love this word, Sherin. Yes. Um, and uh, so I really wanted to do this uh, recording with you because uh, many women want to participate to our next session. Mm. So, uh, that is ideal to uh, keep them updated. And uh, if you agree, we can you can say the last informations about uh, the following program you're gonna suggest to us. And uh, we are super excited, Sherin, to do this. And uh, so what would you say to our women that haven't joined us yet? Oh, I'm really looking forward to them joining. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, we, we, we're really going to be focusing on what people want. So yeah. we're going to have topics. Um, yes. And hopefully I would really love that people actually put in the chat what it is that they're looking to create. Amazing. So if it is about a relationship, then what is it that they want to create for yes. a future relationship? So if they say, I want to, you know, I really want to be doing something like that, because every, every part of it is whatever we're doing, you know, you are the center core of all of that and you will have aspects of, of all of that. Some people will want to find a new job, so they'll be wanting to co-create that new life in a different way or they want to make more money or, but the thing is, at the core, it's the inside out. If you have a relationship where you have currency, your energetic currency going through you in a way that's most helpful, every field of you will shift. Yeah? Absolutely. So Absolutely. It, it's not going to be uh, that, oh, God, we're only doing love to this week or this four weeks or whatever, that there isn't going to be, um, you know, that, that's not really going to yeah. sort me up. But actually love and money, there's a lot of things that are very related between love and money, believe it or not. 
yes, we believe it or not, because when we are, when we feel realized in general and we feel stable and we see money as an energy because wealth is nothing else than exactly. energy, energetical levels. So if we uh, feel energetically um, basically ready to build, then we can open our heart easily. And so they're related for sure, seeing money as energy, not money as a material thing. And actually, if we swift this, this visualization and we see money as energy, we won't waste money anymore. I've noticed, Sherin. I've been telling a few friends of mine that money is energy. It's not this piece of paper that you see. And you can see the change they have, the approach, the different approach they have to money. So it's literally all in our head if we mm. have better thoughts regarding things we will expand in a better way yeah yeah and 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 you know money is like a lover yeah uh, well yeah. i don't think the so more you but, uh, your money the more you look at it and you go oh you're so you nice you yeah. know the more yeah. you create a relationship with it absolutely it's a love affair it is a love affair with your money. And it's not being a, a, a bad kind of love affair, because you know what it is. But if you think of it from that perspective, you're going to treat it with respect. Yes, it's so true. The respect for money, it's important. If you don't respect what you build, what you create, how can yes. you respect anything else? Yeah, exactly. 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 So our basically... I want to give a message to our dear women joining soon that uh, I believe that our finely tuned heart and intuition could have plenty of support to offer if we believe in it and if we work on it. So these programs are made to share, to co-create, like Sherin said, and to expand this initiation toward transformation and change, which is the most exciting part of our life. Yeah. So we can't wait dear friends, dear women, to see you next time with us. We still don't have dates. We will update you soon. So dear Shirin, um, are you excited about this program? I yeah. am indeed. I'm really excited. And I'm, you know, I'm so excited to see what, you know, what the women that are in the group are going to do. Yeah. Because I think, you know, part of this is we all have a purpose and part yeah. of my purpose is the unveiling and allowing people to see or women to see who they are without the constructs that we have grown into, um, you know? So where we look for, we take away the illusion and we find who we are. And that I think is, is the greatest gift that Absolutely. we can give ourselves, yes. Absolutely. And if we want to move things forward, we have to shake things forward. So let's be yes. brave and let's shake it in our soul, baby. <laughs> Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Sherin, uh, so much love to you. Uh, I'm going to post this recording and uh, we will be in touch with uh, all these amazing women that want to transform their, their lives with us. Uh, send you many hugs and uh, yes, it's always so nice to talk to you. Yes, and uh, thank you for, for doing this uh, catch up. And yeah, just to say to everyone, have a lovely Christmas. Yes. And thank you very much for listening. And I'd so love to meet you, those that I haven't met yet, and those that I have. And, you know, I think we can create something really transformative for, for everyone. Um, and, and, and really, it's because of this transmissive power of the group, which gives us the, you know, the bigger, the bigger field with which to co-create in. 
Amazing. It is exchange of energy that is uh, energetically so powerful. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Yes. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone. And speak soon. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.